0: Montana, news with Jay Scott, bringing you what impacts you in your town. Here's Jay. Democratic State Representative Kimberly Dudek of Missoula has announced her intention to run to succeed Tim Fox as Attorney General in 2020. Dudek says she's running to help protect children from abuse, to make communities safer, and to help reduce recidivism by working on the underlying causes of criminal behavior. Dudick has served as a Montana Supreme Court law clerk, a deputy Gallatin County attorney, and an assistant attorney general. Currently, she's an attorney in private practice and will serve her fourth term in the State House of Representatives when the legislature convenes in January. She has supported bills to improve the state's public defender and criminal justice systems and reform human trafficking laws. Attorney General Tim Fox cannot run for re-election because of term limits. A Helena man is reported being shot at multiple times by another man who mistook him for Bigfoot. The man, who only told dispatchers he is 27 and from Helena, said he was setting up targets on BLM land in the North Hills when one shot hit about three feet to his left and another bullet hit to his right before he ran to cover and heard more shots. The incident occurred Sunday, but he didn't report it until Monday, saying he didn't think it was necessary. He reported a vehicle involved as a black Ford F-150, but did not get the license plate or a description of the alleged shooter. Lewis and Clark County Sheriff Leo Dutton says the man did not want to pursue charges, but deputies did check the area anyway and no vehicle matching that description was found. The Bozeman Police Department says three bomb threats it received last week were part of a group of threats across the country that shut down businesses, schools, and hospitals. Police say the threats were not credible. The first bomb threat was made to the police department via email at around noon and claimed that a business had an explosive device in it. Bozeman police say the email demanded the business owner pay money to prevent the bomb from going off. The business was evacuated. A Montana Highway Patrol bomb dog searched the building and found nothing. Shortly after the first threat, police received two similar threats to businesses. Those threats also demanded money. Officials in Columbia Falls are considering a resort tax as a way to expand emergency services and reduce property taxes. Supporters of the tax say the population continues to grow and visitation is rapidly climbing as the city's core area is redeveloped. Police are responding to twice as many calls as they were just five years ago, and the Volunteer Fire Department is paged out almost every day. Columbia Falls has a current population of 5,500. When that gets to 7,500, the city will be required to provide 24-7 24-7 emergency coverage for fire and ambulance service. That's estimated to cost about $450,000 a year. A resort tax is placed on goods and services like hotels, campgrounds, vacation rentals, fast foods, restaurants, alcohol, and other luxury items, but not groceries. State officials say a resort tax would allow places with high numbers of visitors but relatively few residents to manage the wear and tear on local infrastructure without overburdening local citizens. Estimates suggest a 3% tax on selected goods and services would easily fund the expanded emergency services. As currently proposed, the revenue would be split four ways, 25% each to the fire department, police, road repair, and property tax relief for city residents through property tax rebates. Supporters say if a family spends $1,000 a year in local restaurants, it would pay about $30 in resort tax fees. If that family's home had a $200,000 assessed value, they would get a 7% tax rebate, or $44 a year, back in their wallets. The neighboring city of Whitefish has raised about $4 million in the past fiscal year with a resort tax, and $1.37 million of that has been returned to property tax payers. There are still several steps in the process. Columbia Falls would have to be classified as a resort city by the Department of Commerce, and then the tax would have to be approved by local voters. Billings Public School Trustees have approved the school calendar for the next school year, and a proposed week-long spring break will not be included. A community survey showed strong interest in the long break, but community calendar members say with Christmas and New Year's falling on Wednesdays next year, there are additional problems in meeting the state requirement of 180 days of school. Committee member Christy Beals told trustees another factor was the district's ironclad graduation date on Memorial Day weekend. Moving that date would create huge facility scheduling problems. All three high schools have graduation at the Metro. The district has a standing reservation for that weekend. Other challenges include other holidays. The state required seven professional development days for teachers and parent-teacher conferences. Trustee Mike Leo says he would favor year-round school. He called the current nine-month calendar a construct for an agrarian society that no longer fits. Quote, there are 12 months in the school year. There are working parents that experience an undue financial burden during the summer months. Superintendent Greg Upham has asked trustees to explore a year-round school as an option for the future, while acknowledging it might not be popular. Upham says students need more resources, including more learning time, to succeed. Quote, The nine-month schedule does not coincide with their ability to move forward. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.